Have you ever been so in love with someone that you could see past their insecurities, unpredictable emotions, and detachment from life? Or if you haven't been in love, maybe you've always wanted to be accepted, especially by your family. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you would do absolutely anything to make it happen? Even for getting yourself worthwhile doing it? Oh, I know this has never happened to you. Right? Meet Lauren, Maddox, and Stephanie. These women are connected by far less than six degrees of separation. Lauren is a high-profile lawyer whose unapologetically sharp tongue often lands her in more trouble than necessary. She's stuck on an emotional roller coaster with Kay, the love of her life. Should she stay or should she stray? Then there's Maddox, a beautiful and generous stud with more to offer than anyone could imagine, but also with a penchant for self-sabotage and random encounters of scandalous casual sex. Will she be able to keep her relationship with Thea afloat? And of course, there's Stephanie, an actress willing to do anything or anyone to ensure her rise to fame. Sneaky, savvy, seductive. A triple threat indeed. Stephanie is using what she's got to get what she wants. But is she wearing out her welcome in the big city of Atlanta? Listen closely. This is a thrilling, erotic tale of love, lust, and loyalty. In a world of purple, we provide the pink. Episode 1 begins now. Didn't know I was looking for it, but I was looking for it. Nothing could prepare me for it. I didn't see it coming. Everyone told me it's nothing. And you're just bluffing. Well, ain't that something? Cause now you want my loving. What are you doing in this room with me? It's not something you're used to, but girl, it's easy. And if you wanna stay the night, girl, it's alright. Baby, it's new, let's see what you can do Once again, I woke up to an empty bed That shit was getting played out real fast Some could say I was alone by choice I mean, yeah, there was a little truth to that. Instead of being with another lesbian, there I was, fucking with D's confused ass. I spotted her out the window, chopping it up with Miss Fairfax. From the moment I moved in, she made it clear she ain't like me being gay, but... Must you make it so obvious pretending to be a man? Mm. I said, bitch, I can do whatever the fuck I please with my life in my own home. I, I ain't call her a bitch or say fuck her evil, but... I should've. I'm polite. I really wasn't trying to watch D chop it up with Miss Fairfax homophobic ass. Coffee. That's what I needed. Half of the time I didn't even know why I was fucking with D. She was divorced with kids. And this was her first lesbian relationship. Nothing about this was ideal. But I've been watching her from across the way for years. And when she finally put a nigga out, I had to shoot my shot. The night before, we made love for at least two hours. 
I wore a strap on it. I wish I knew how I felt to be inside of her. What pussy is this? Is it mine? Yes, Danny. Yeah. I bit one of her nipples because she loved that shit. I knew it would make her buzz. Stay long. My mom's watching the kids. So what you gotta sneak back already? Well, I mean, not right now, but so I can't even get 15 with you. I did just put in work, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Just 15, okay? <laughs> yeah. I... She never spent the night. And that's just the way it was. I mean, I ain't like it, but at the end of the day, I was the one letting that shit happen. <laughs> Yo, what's good? Making sure your ass don't forget about lunch tomorrow. How? If you won't never let Well, King No Show. You really want to go there? Because if you want to go there, we can go there, miss. I, I, I got to reschedule. Anyways, I can't wait to catch up with you. It's been way too long. Like, how is it even March already? I swear New Year's Eve was last week. Okay, tell me about it. Don't blink, girl. It's going to be Christmas on your ass the way time is moving so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Man, she was right. Time was flying. But I kept trying not to focus on it because when I did, it pissed me off. Dee and I had been sneaking around for months. Things weren't going anywhere. Hence my empty ass bed. Fuck was I even doing? I couldn't wait to have lunch with Maddox the next day. I basically helped her retire when my law firm litigated a case for her a few years back. She was one of my best friends now. I was so excited to see her and I needed a break from Kay. Kay? Kay, did you take the trash down last night? Of course you didn't. Shit! (sighs) As per usual, I was rushing to get to court. Running late, doing something that Kay should have been doing. But no, 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 not Kay. Uh Uh-uh. She was upstairs doing the whole non-communicative thing yet again. Okay, I I knew Kay was battling depression when we got together. She lost a couple of patients from suicide and overdoses months after she opened her psychiatry practice. (sighs) Things just, they just spiraled after that, you know? I really thought things would change. But it was going on five years and here we were in the same damn place. Lauren, you okay? Yeah. Damn it. I just... I just broke a glass. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I should have broken that fucking arm. Kay! Kay! I'm leaving! Clearly, we had problems. And I had planned to address them at dinner that night. I figured a public place would keep us both in line. My love and support hadn't helped her get it together. Not like I thought it would. I didn't want to leave her. But I also knew better than to think that you can change a person. I was meant to be famous. And that shit wasn't about to happen in New Orleans. So I moved to Atlanta a few months earlier. That's how I met Patricia. Mm. Mm. You smell good. <laughs> if I smell bad in the shower, we definitely have a problem. Mm. <laughs> mm. My nipples need attention. Not a problem. Patricia was the executive producer on the fifth project I auditioned for when I moved out here. To keep it a hundred, I'm not even sure how I didn't land the first four because I can act my ass off. I'm talented, and if anything, I'm fine. <laughs> I got lucky and didn't even need to have to audition with the casting director. Patricia requested me. I knew she was married to a woman that wasn't nearly as fine as me, so obviously I had it in the bag. Patricia was behind her desk while I stood, giving that script everything I fucking had. And of course, it worked. I really enjoyed your reading. But how was I supposed to believe that shit? She'd been texting the whole damn time. I told them to put cross of his but ever like Jesus. I like how you you made her more sarcastic. Yes, mm -hmm. Stephanie, right? Yes, Stephanie Dotry. Hmm. No one else really took initiative to do something different. I like initiative. So then they didn't get the below the line insurance. I suggested. I decided to cut the bullshit if I wanted that role. <laughs> That's a bold move. You said you like initiative. I did. I walked over to her, kneeled down. She didn't budge, just sort of looked at me. But she didn't stop me either. Hmm. Well, I can unlock it. Would you like that? I'm not sure yet. That was my opening. So, fuck it. I uncrossed her legs and got down right between them. I could feel the heat. <laughs> she was ready. Patricia took my hand and placed it between her warm thighs. I pushed her panties aside with two fingers. Do I have the role? Maybe you should earn it first. <laughs> I pulled her panties down over her heels. <laughs> well then, let's get rid of these. 
I think you're right. <laughs> Wifey? Don't ruin your audition, sweetheart. <laughs> she, she didn't have to tell me twice. Baby, I took my fingers out and sucked them dry. What did I just say about not ruining your audition? She pulled her skirt up over her hips and pushed my face into that pussy. I looked up to see her playing with her nipples. She was demanding, but I liked it. day, she and I have been in a situation. Her wife, Mel, was back in L.A. while she was working the majority of the time here in Atlanta. That's how I was able to finesse my way into her mini mansion in Buckhead, where everyone liked to see and be seen. Yep, we were shacking up. It was supposed to be mutually beneficial. Like, I take care of her, she takes care of me. But it seemed like I was keeping up my end of the deal way more than her. Patricia and I was still going at it in the shower. But I had came already and I had shit to do. Mm. Babe. Mm. You don't want to be late to set. Mm. Sooner you leave, sooner you could come back. You know, I think I might actually like coming home to you. <laughs> you better. Mm-hmm. And I hurry up. <laughs> it might be a late one. We have a ton of evening scenes on the call sheet. No worries. I'm going to a screening at Atlantic Station with a friend. Oh, which friend? You don't know. Mm. We going to see some new movie. I think it's called Stay Humble. Stay Humble. Mm, that sounds indie. Sometimes those are the best ones. I bet. <sighs> Patricia went to get dressed, and all I could think about was asking her for a new car. She had got me a basic-ass rental, but I mean, no. Didn't I deserve something more impressive, like a Benz? Like, I had been fucking her for months, day in and day out, and what did I have to show for it? A few auditions and some new clothes, baby? Bye. That wasn't gonna work. She wasn't plugging me like she could have. And her excuse? Baby, I told you. I have to mix it up with other actresses to make it look organic. Plus, I owe people favors and they send me people. I'm just, I'm just really trying to make everybody happy, Steph. But, bitch, I wasn't happy and them hoes wasn't fucking her. I was. Well, who knew? I ain't put shit past her. She was cheating on her wife with me. <laughs> I was living in day house. Regardless, I had to figure out a way to use our situation to my advantage. And quick. Baby, I had people to stun on back home and I wasn't getting no younger. Thanks for listening to Purple Panties. This episode will resume right after this break. Hey listeners, long day at work, tough day at school, or what if you're stuck at the office? It's 8 p.m. and you don't feel like cooking. 
Well, treat yourself to the meal you deserve on demand from your favorite restaurant with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you to all of your favorite restaurants in your city. Just use the DoorDash app to choose what you want to eat and your Dasher will bring it right to you, wherever you are. With over 300,000 other amazing restaurants in over 3,000 cities across the U.S. and Canada, DoorDash lets you order from your local go-tos, as well as your favorite chains like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code PURPLE. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter promo code PURPLE. Again, that's promo code PURPLE for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. Like always, Kay was late. She had nothing to do during the day. Nothing. So there was really no excuse. Yet, somehow, she always seemed to find one. Sorry I'm late, baby. You know how traffic is on Peachtree. Yeah. I was in it myself, actually. Mm, oh, this salmon sounds good. I could always tell when she mixed her pills. She wasn't her normal, lethargic self. It was her way of trying to get better by medicating herself into being into some kind of better mood for me. I appreciated it because it meant she was at least trying. But it was also like, it was just a very rare occurrence, which also made me feel some kind of way. So... How was your day? Well, I spent five hours in court, another six in the office, almost two in traffic. Funny, I still managed to make it here on time, though. So how'd it go in court? It's an exhausting case. Lots of stallings, injunctions, bullshit, but worth it. Hmm. Yeah. What kind of money do you think the client will get? Seven figures, for sure. But I really, really want eight. That's right. Speak that into existence. Hey, you ladies ready to order? Yes, I'll have a salmon. Actually, well, can you give us a minute? Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Everything okay? No. No, okay. I feel like there's something missing with us. You know what? I was thinking the same thing. All right, maybe we should like take a vacation this summer. A vacation? You, yes! Your trial should be over by then, right? Maybe like... Somewhere like the Caribbean. What like, in... What? How about Barbados? What exactly like, would you be taking a vacation from? I mean, you don't okay. have to be mean. She hadn't worked in five years. Five years. So I just... I mean, it was a legitimate question. Laura, you know I am depressed. depressed. You're depressed. Yes, I know, okay? I recognize and I receive your depression. I really do. I always have, but even if you don't want to see patience, baby, you can still use your degree. You can still work. No, you are asking me to do something that will make me physically and emotionally ill. Can you please not? I really didn't think she'd act up in public. I figured maybe a little, but damn. Baby, why not do research or teach? Because I don't want to do research or teach, Lauren. Hey, please, we are in public. Lower your voice. You said that I didn't have to work. You said that I could work out my 
issues. You said I could be a stay-at-home. Yes, I am aware. Are you? What I said. Are you? Yes. Do you want me to leave? Is that it? No, I. Cause I can. I could leave. And go where? I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean that, baby. I don't want you to leave. I just want you to try to, to do something. Oh, you want me to leave? You do. I know it. You hate me. No. No, admit it, Lauren. No, no, baby. I don't hate you. I love you, but shit. Girl, what else do you have to do between the spin classes and yoga that I pay for? Oh, so this is about money. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. Because you're the one who said we'd be okay if I didn't go back to work. Am I a burden? Oh, my God, no. You are not a burden. But damn, can you wash a dish? Can you cook? Can you clean? I really shouldn't have to come home and do any of that shit after I just got off work from a job that supports both of us. Especially when you're at home all day, Kay. Oh, okay. So that's how you feel. Is that how you really feel? Hey, you two all set to order now? Or uh, you still need a few more minutes? I've suddenly lost my appetite. I think I'm gonna go. Okay. Okay, come on. Please. Just... Can we... Can we just... Fuck! Even though I had always felt sorry for Kay, maybe it was time to start feeling a little bit sorry for myself. Did you still want to order or... No, no, no. Can you just bring me the check, please? Sure, I'll, I'll get that right now. Thank you. I like bartending at the Red Eye. They pass the time and I could people watch and hear all they dirt. And these motherfuckers had dirts for days that they couldn't wait to tell me when they sat down on one of my stools. People really be feeling like bartenders or they therapists or they lost cousins or fuck buddies. I ain't even gonna lie, I had slept with a couple customers over the years, but mostly out of boredom and curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of them were pretty fucks, you know? Chicks who just got dumped or cheated on looking for revenge. And every now and then, a couple of them just wanted some fun. All these lonely women looking for love or something close. And since Dee said she wasn't ready to come out, I guess I look like one of them too. Closed out the bar that night. Lisa, a regular that I was cool with, stayed with me to the end. She was drunk, didn't want to go home alone, man. You know how that shit go. But I was good on her. I've been there, done that. <laughs> I would never do that again. So I put in over and I called it a night. Yo, who's there? I've been ran up on too many times by dudes thinking they could rob me or carjack me because of the way I dress. So better believe I stay ready. I grabbed my bat out the back seat and whipped it around so fast. I mean, I swear to God, he could try me if you want. Baby, chill. You done for the night? Stephanie? Hey, boo. You scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I see. You got that big old bat. Man, are you drunk? No. So... Yes, no. 
You done or not? Man, listen. We hooked up a few times, but it was on some whatever type shit. And I really wasn't trying to turn this shit into a thing. You not gonna answer me? I could smell the tequila on her breath. She started kissing on my neck, rubbing her hands through my dreads. And why she had to go and do that? I know, I know. What about Dee? But what did it matter? Why was I so worried about her when she was too afraid to tell anybody about us anyway? Shouldn't you be at home with your little cougar? You nosy. She feeling like, besides, she can't do for me what you can. What could I do for you? Stephanie started rubbing on my strap. It was tucked perfectly in my boxes. You know, I worked an entire shift and no one even noticed. <laughs> well, you gonna give me some of this or not? I mean, I wanted to resist, but the chemistry was real. And I was feeling annoyed with Dee. Before I could even try to push her away, she pushed herself against me and stuck her tongue all the way down my throat. Mm. Let's get in the back seat. Right here in my car. Yeah, why not? So I ain't got no lube. <laughs> Don't worry about that. I got it. We climbed in the back seat. She threw them big ass titties in my face and I started sucking and biting on them the way she liked. Got them nipples nice and hard. She unzipped my pants, rubbed some lube on her pussy, and climbed on top of Devin. Yeah, that was the name of my strap. Oh, God damn. <laughs> I only use this one to fuck drunk bitches. Ooh, call me a bitch again. Better take this dick. A little nasty bitch. Life is all about choices and their consequences. You know, I always laughed at people coming into the bar looking for revenge sex. But there I was doing the same shit. Giving it to a woman I ain't even give a fuck about. But at least she was willing to spend time with me in public. That's more than Dee could say. Stephanie couldn't get enough of me. The louder she moaned, the deeper I went. Shit, if someone's not giving you what you want, there's always someone else that will. That will. This season on Purple Panties. Understand this. I love my wife. Mm, I know. That's why you don't let me sleep on her side of the bed, right? I just honestly, I can't lose my kids because I want to fuck around with you. It's <laughs> Just because you're fucking around with me, huh? So that's where we are. Wait, it's a little late to be texting, isn't it? Who is that? Oh, it's just Angela. Who? Ain't got no job. You ain't been on TV, but you doing good. Oh, can you just be I a... I know my daughter. You out there running games, scheming on somebody. Ask about what? Single? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with someone. But you know how those things go. So it's safe to say you're still not going to accept me for who I am. If the good Lord doesn't accept you, neither do I. Are you kicking me out? You didn't think this situation was permanent, did you? This shit ain't a game to me, D. Or to a lot of us in this fucking community. What we need to do is own up to our mistakes. You think we'd be at risk for losing our license? 
You get a lot of guests trying to holler at you, huh? A lot of dudes, yeah, but... But what? I'm a Layla Aliyah, I beat it, I beat it. And she like that I'm cocky. And that pussy conceited, no panties is needed. Let's fuck ugly sneaking. We do 69 and get even like Steven. Stitcher presents Purple Panties, created by Zane. Starring Saya as Maddox, Taria Burlone as Lauren, and Melissa L. Williams as Stephanie. Co-starring Shabana Levette Chung as Kay, Dion Nish as Patricia, and Lynn Wachter as Dee. Featuring Shirley Jordan as Mrs. Fairfax and Katia as Waitress. Directed by Janine Daniels. Produced by T-Square. Sound designed by Charles Stella. Casting by Natasha Ward. Our recording engineer is Charles Stella. Story editing and script supervision by Mike Gaio. Production assistance from Michelle Threet. Original composition by Charles Stella. Executive produced by Banana Tego, Jenny Radlett, and Chris Bannon. Consulting producer is Rhonda Kennedy. Production legal by Eric Spiegelman, Lindsay Bowen, Michaela Gross, and Kyle Brett. Music supervision by Janine Daniels and Rhonda Kennedy. This episode features music by Nicola Something, produced by Brad Baker. Special thanks to Westlake Studios, Terrence Wilson, and SAG-AFTRA.